Hello. There we are. Hi. 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 Why did mm-hmm. we do this? I don't know. <sighs> anyway. We like to talk and it's gotten us into trouble. So That's true. I do love to talk. Yeah. And we'll do so incessantly. So now we've decided to infect um, everyone else with it. And start a podcast like everyone else is doing. Every time I tell someone that I know, I'm like, oh, like we're starting a podcast. I like throw up a little bit in my mouth because saying the words, <laughs> "I'm we're yeah. starting a podcast just sounds disgusting. I know. It would be worse if we were men. Oh, for sure. And I simply think that we are cool. So we can well, do it. Well, that's true. However, I do think it was irresponsible to uh, for anyone to allow us to have microphones. Yes, but you know, Target's cool, and I was able to purchase one. That's and true. your sister had one, so really, Target and your sister her. are to blame. Oh, send your therapy bills to them. Mm-hmm. Just Target. Um, well, yeah. here we are. Um, I don't know how to podcast, Hannah. I don't. I do not either. I feel like. I would fail as a YouTuber because how do you do oh, that? Oh, I could never. You know, Long-form that's a, video yep. content by yourself? Absolutely not. TikTok's mm-hmm. bad enough. Uh, that's not why I way. simply – like I, I can do like Instagram stories, but TikTok is just a whole another beast that I feel. It's a wild – it's the wild west out here. Mm-hmm. It, really it really is. So I guess we should say who we are. Yeah. Who you know, that would be useful. Uh, I, I'm <laughs> – this is going to be chaos. I am Caroline, known more widely, probably, on the internet as very Salty widely. Caroline Reads. Very widely seems like a lot. Uh, Salty Caroline Reads. Um, who am I as a person? I, I read a lot of books. That's it. That's my mm-hmm. only personality trait. Mm-hmm. Um, I Most of what I do for fun is quite literally reading books and talking about them on TikTok and also sometimes Instagram and even more rarely Twitter. Oh, um, and then I also intern for a romance publisher. I work in publicity and marketing for a lovely little publisher called Forever. Yeah, a lovely love little publisher. Much. Lovely little publisher. Shout out to Estelle and Dana and Nicole and Carolina. I um, hope that none of them are listening to this. But if you are, um, good luck. I'm doing the Charlie. little hand symbol for a heart. Good luck, Charlie. Um, anyway, so I feel like, I mean, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, my name is Hannah. Um, I am formally known <laughs> as formally for like yeah, not former, but like formal, like you know, formally oh. known as <laughs> Fringe Book Reviews because I have bangs. Not currently; they're very wispy right now because they're too long. Um, but you know, and I'm I, like I started because I was just very weird. So like you know, we're on the fringe, <laughs> and when, that's that's why I was like you know it's a double meaning, but mainly. If I would have known, I didn't know I was going to be a romance person when I first started. I thought I was just going to, like, talk about all things, books. And so I didn't do anything with bangs. But, like, banging, it, like, there are a lot more, like, things I could have done with bangs. You could start, like, a little series or something. Yeah, you know, like, my my bio on Instagram is, like, there are many types of bangs here. So that's that's as far as I went okay. with that. You can do something with that. I know. I feel like there's, there are many directions. Something. Yeah. We'll take advantage of that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's uh, who we are. Or yeah. Two more. Well, uh, what what else is there about you me? You are as a person. Me as a person. Outside of books. Outside of books. Well, there is no person outside of books because I, like Caroline, I all I do is read. I always have an audiobook and probably an ebook and maybe a physical book, even though those are winding down because I don't have time. 
but I like buying them. So that's the thing I like to do. I work for a romance fiction app. It's like very into erotica. So I read a lot of sex scenes every day for work and then for bookstagram because I'm a bookstagrammer. I have a TikTok and a Twitter, but like they don't get mm-hmm. uh, TikTok does barely gets used. I need to start using it more. But again, videos that seems like I need to be put together and I quite always have my bangs scrunchied on top of my head. So there's that. Um, but yeah, I I read a lot of romance and listen to a lot and love it. And was like We read yeah. a lot of romance. We work <laughs> Who knew? with a lot of romance. Who, I know, I know. And I feel like those are two very specific things. Like how do we like how are we both working with romance? Like that's very odd. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I don't know how long I'm gonna this is an internship, so True. would I love to continue in this job slash with this company? Yes. Will I? It's up in the air, who's to say? Anyway, um, so that's who we are. Mm-hmm. What is this? This is a podcast. I bet you didn't know that. Um, because why would you? Um, but yeah, this is going to be a romance podcast where we tell you things that we've read and hopefully you and want to read them. Things that you should read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. welcome to welcome. Romance or TBR. Yeah. We thought that was very clever. We also stole it from ourselves. We it did. Was we our did. Bookstagram challenge. And then we were like, mm-hmm. wait. Yeah, maybe Why maybe you participated just... in that challenge. And you're like, hey, that looks familiar. Basically, August was... Lazy. <laughs> we can only come up with so many romance-related titles. Yeah, we were going to announce the podcast like mid-August for that. That did not happen. That's not how timelines work. No. Anyway, Romancer TBR is a mm-hmm. historical, mainly, mm-hmm. romance podcast. Uh in which we're going to talk about books and tropes and authors that we really like. Mm-hmm. We're going to update um, you on everything that we're reading because we read a lot. Specifically, so the bonkers books. Yes. Because, well, I mean, historical romance is largely inherently bonkers. However, we, for some reason, tend to just really find absolutely bonkers ones. And we make it's it our personality, you and know? It, ooh, I'm dropping things. It is our personality. <laughs> it is. Like... Do I try to get my friends to read these books? Yes. Absolutely, I do. And but I've succeeded. Wild. I have succeeded. They are so. I feel the need to clarify. When I call a book bonkers, that's like a very high compliment. Yes. Like, I'm never going to call a book that I don't like, like, bonkers. I'm not going to be like, this is a wild historical if I'm like, not enjoying it. I, I, I was reading a book this morning and – um. It's this tangential. She was like, she was dating or like hooking up with a guy who she just was like not attracted to, but it was like, I don't want to date. So I'm going to hook up with someone I am physically repulsed by. And sure. she was just like, he was truly jarring to date. So I think, <laughs> and I, I, as a person, could be described as jarring. I thought that was the most <laughs> brutal yeah, way devastating. To, to approach something. So I suppose if I truly hate a book, I'm going to call it jarring <laughs> because That's I just fair. thought she destroyed his entire life by saying he was just that jarring to date. Tag yourself. I'm jarring. Yeah. So bonkers, good. Jarring, yeah. <laughs> insulting. There's. I feel like I use a lot of sin. I'll, I'll be like, this book is mm-hmm. bananas. Mm-hmm. That's always a good sign. Mm-hmm. Wild, absurd is a personal Absurd. Favorite. 
Kooky. Um, I love a good kooky. Oh, kooky. That's a fun right? one. Yeah. I need to use that. I think bonkers is the one that I use the most mm-hmm. because it's a silly word and it just feels right. I think bananas is probably mine because I have mm-hmm. an inherent connection to the banana as named Hannah. Um, so, you know, my first Halloween, I was a banana. Pretty cute. Um, so I say bananas a lot. Also, I really loved the Hollaback Girl song <laughs> growing up. All right. <laughs> so I love spelling bananas to a beat. So, yeah, there's that. There's me. This is real. This is me. There are just a lot of banana related jokes swirling around in my well it's also phallic so yeah exactly exactly moving forward what um, do we want like structure podcast information what we're going to be doing besides just talking about books that we love which by the way is quite literally the whole premise of this podcast it wasn't like ooh, we can very intellectual no (laughs) no 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 this is us being no no almost unhinged that's another one of my favorites unhinged Unhinged, yes um, books that we have read off Again, the rails historical because that's what we read mm-hmm. although i will not promise to not bring any paranormal and the occasion and i do occasionally read some very good contemporary if i'm going to talk about contemporary that i love like that means it's a very good book because t- contemporary romances make me mad all of the time and that's why i don't i feel bad reading them because like there is a disadvantage to them because it's me reading it but if i don't read them i won't find the ones that i like so it's very hard I try to mix because historical is so yes straight and white. Yes. That if you don't mix in some contemporary, you're yep. going to end up reading straight white authors over and over and yep. over again. And I do try to avoid that. Yeah. However, <laughs> um, I am really, really, really picky about contemporary. And I think that they're just harder to write, honestly. Yeah. Well, I, I don't like contemporary men. That's That's my issue. I don't like their POVs. I have zero issue with it, uh, like a hero POV in historical. I crave it. I need it. If it doesn't have it, I find it's odd. But in contemporary romance, I truly despise the male mind. I I don't know what it is, or like what we perceive as the male mind. Sure. Like I, it physically makes me angry, and so it's very hard because <laughs> so many of them are dual POV, and so and I just there's just like no mystery. But like I love it in historical, so. It's a weird hurdle I have to get over, but I, I I don't know. There's a lot of little things that make up my preference for historical yeah. or contemporary. But anyway, so yes, most of the books, 99% are mm-hmm. going to be historicals. It's a largely historical romance podcast. Um, this was brought to fruition by our friend Kylie. Hello, uh, Kylie. Quite literally, I was DMing one day about absolutely bonkers books and uh, the ways that people talk about romance. And she was like, I would listen to a podcast of you and Hannah just talking about the wildest books that you've read and then i immediately went to my dm with you Mm -hmm. and was like hear me out (laughs) and i was like yes (laughs) like no convincing and then i think you bought a mic that i i had a target gift card and the mic was on sale and so the fates really aligned and i bought we researched mics and then you were like this one the blue yeti advertising and then it turns out again i stole it from my sister because she already already had had one i was like but yeah that is mine now literally we bought mics that or i bought a mic that night i believe and then caroline already had one found it and here we are like two yes. months later <laughs> here we are with our podcast much later which um mm-hmm. if you haven't noticed it's gonna be chaotic neither of us know how to do a, po- a podcast oh, a po- a uh, podcast <laughs> a podcast neither of us know what we're doing um 
No. And frankly, I think that I'm just going to lean into that energy. Mm-hmm. We have a loose structure planned. Mm-hmm. Loose morals we... and loose structure. So, All right. Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, a screw loose, perhaps. Uh, oh, yes. Um, multiple. Anyways, we've got a few different episode structures where we will alternate between talking about a specific book in an episode, a specific trope that we like, um, and a specific author. Mm-hmm. And um, and then every other Tuesday, we will be doing short uh, TBR Tuesdays where we talk about some of the books we have been reading recently that we think you should add to your TBRs. Leaning into alliteration and our title. So, you know. Well, what's better than alliteration? I know. It's my favorite of literary devices. It is who we are. I do like palindromes. But, you know, that's – You're partial to those. I am very partial. Um, I, but, yeah, that's enough about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we – should we, like, say what we're going to talk about the next few weeks? The next few episodes? We've only planned the next yeah. few. I also – I want to say we reserve the right to be like, this doesn't work at all. Oh, yes. And then completely revise mm-hmm. our structure and Everything. Because – uh, nothing matters and there's going to be no. like four people listening to this podcast so we're going to do whatever we want um, exactly yeah, so we've got the next few planned do you want to mm-hmm. yeah so we are going to start with heartbreaker by sarah mclean not in this episode because oh. this is just an intro but yes. the next one Our that book ugh, that book was so we good we wanted to start with a book that we love that is also slightly bonkers yes bonkers ted lasso energy like there's just a whole lot going on there Dare I say a perfect hero? I, I, I dare you. Too. Like <laughs> you dare I, me? <laughs> I dare challenge you. Challenge accepted. I will, <laughs> the Duke I will of Claiborne is the perfect romance hero. He, I and mean, you may quote me on that. Because truly, like nine times out of ten, I have recently been disproven. But like nine times out of ten, a buttoned up, starchy Duke will do it for me every time. Like always so good equally like the more buttoned up he is the Mm -hmm. more crazy uh, in the sheets he has to be filthy yes in order to balance that out but the the like stronger that dichotomy the better that character Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. unlocks my brain and i mean this way claiborne just he just really went all in from the start so that's what i need like Mm -hmm. i i don't you know, okay, we're yeah. not going to talk about that. We should save it. Save it for the episode. Yeah, it's just you know. going to be 45 minutes of us talking about the Duke of Claiborne. Yes. <laughs> and I am so ready. Yes. And then our first trope episode will be about historical road trip romances, mm-hmm. which ironically, Heartbreaker also fits into, but we probably won't talk about that one. Or, or um, we will, you know. Or we like will. Brief... <laughs> it's just going to come up in every episode. You know, it fits. It fits a lot. And then um, our author is going to be India Holton of the oh i that book those books society Mm -hmm. they're so good i'm so excited for the next one so that'll be our first author episode Mm -hmm. (laughs) this next one and then our next uh so that's like every week one of those so like heartbreaker one week road trip one week india holton one week and then the week after that the earl takes all by lorraine heath indeed and then the book that needs The Gorilla no. Swap book deserves no. its own. <laughs> like, that book is so, so much good. amazing. Yes. And then we'll do a trope episode on fake engagements slash courtships. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next author is Evie Dunmore of 
the what is it it's bringing down the duke but what's the series name a league of extraordinary Women. a league of extraordinary and also notably Women. i think the author that brought both of us yes for sure historical romance which leads me to the final portion of this first episode how we're here we why yeah. what brought us to historical romance yeah Slash romance generally but mm-hmm. yeah i suppose for me I believe it was we'll – get, we're going to get dates here. We're going to be specific. Oh. Uh, the summer of 2019, I entered a thrift store with my friends. And I went to the mass market section because at that point, they were like 50 cents. They're up to like $1.50 now, which is exorbitant, but whatever. They were like 50 cents. And I, I mean, just sat down. They're like $4. I know. So I, I, I know. I'm, I'm being greedy. It is what it is. I'm supporting local – industry i don't know what that is um so i like sat down i was an annoying person who just sat down on the ground and just started like taking them out and reading the backs and i was like these sound hilarious i truly was like this sounds like something i need to read and so i bought like 10 i think i bought um a few that like i still like think about um definitely was it um when he was wicked by julia quinn um Mm -hmm. i did not know what i was getting like it had a step back i didn't know what step backs were it was part of the bridgerton series did not know what bridgerton were like no idea um so i i read that one and the fact that i got malaria and like sex was absurd to me i i had no clue what historical romance was so like you get this man who's like pining for his entire life over this woman who was married to i think his cousin and then his cousin dies and then michael our hero comes back from India, I think. And then he finds the wife of his deceased cousin, I believe. And he's like, Oh my God, she's even hotter than I remember. Cause he left. Cause he was just so in love. And then he gets malaria and yes. he teaches her the pleasures of sex. Cause apparently his cousin just was not doing it. And Obviously not. I know that's, I always feel a little like, bit bad. As a widow. The yeah. first husband was never good. Mm-mm. in the sex. Like she loved him. He, like he was a good dude, but like, he wasn't good. So it was just very wild to me. And I was like, I okay. I've never read that book, but I am obsessed with the way that every <laughs> single thing you just said is like, ah, oh, quintessentially historical yeah, exact- romance. Exactly. So, like, my first experience was truly, like, perfect. You know, like, yeah. I am not a huge fan of the Bridgerton books. I've only read three and I haven't liked two, but that first one, it's like book six or seven or something. And it was, it was amazing. And, I need to read it again because I just do. Um, but that one truly got everything started. And then I read like some contemporary like mass markets, which were like from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Susan Elizabeth Phillips, some weird ones. I like traveled down that road. And then I I believe I had the, the YA one, um, Dangerous Alliance or something. That was like – it was in the phase of my life in the pandemic where I was – because this like we've not progressed to the pandemic. I was like reading – um a bunch of pride and prejudice-esque stuff like i was like watching the movie like on repeat and Mm -hmm. i just wanted because that's that's like an austin something romance so like they have austin in the title and that was really cute and then um i think before that my mom and like in 2019 like fall my mom bought me well met and uh bringing down the duke and i read both of those and was like oh my god this is what i want one was contemporary, had like mild sex, which I thought was the steamiest thing I'd ever read at that point. I was like, oh my God, like so, so steamy. And then I read Bringing Down the Duke, which truly changed my life because it was, it was 
just perfect and steamy and very long, but boy, did I not care. Uh, it was illustrated cover. So I basically thought that everything with an illustrated cover was safe. Then I, you know, tried to find more, couldn't. And we discovered that that is yeah. not at all. The no, case. I read Ms. Mr. Malcolm's list and it was like, well, where, where is the sex? Cause I was like, I was like fresh from YA, you know, like I was a big YA person. There was like no sex except for like Cody Keplinger. She's almost like new adult. Um, and so I w- w- did not know where to go. I was like, okay, I have like a few like old school historicals that I read and didn't really think anything of it. And then I was like, I'm reading all these books, and I thought I was the only one. Like, I thought I was the only person on this earth to ever read Bringing Down the Duke by Evie Dunford. You discovered historical romance. I did. You know, I'm the only person. And and historical romance hadn't been written until – No. When did that book come out? 2020? I think it was 2019. I think it was 2019. 2019? Yeah. Yeah, because then the pandemic was 2020. So, like, I had, like, read it, and, like, I didn't really think much of it. Then I, like, went to Christina Lauren, read some of theirs, like, you know, traversed the – the wild west and then i like texted my friends i think at the end of 2020 was like hey should i like start a bookstagram i like have all of these books that i'm reading and i had like put up bookshelves so i was like i can just take pictures of the bookshelf like that's what i need to do like i don't need to do like any like crazy uh props or anything because i am not that motivated um and so they were like yeah do it and i did it and here we are like Bookstagram truly like changed how I read and like what I read. And I think like for better or worse, like, you know, like now you're reading a lot because like it feels like you have to, but I truly, I don't have anything else to do besides read. So there's that. Um, And then I just found all these books I wanted to read and add them to the TBR. And here we are. Add them to the TBR. Romance, yo TBR. Ugh. (laughs) I didn't like that voice. Didn't care for it. Yeah, no. But it'll it'll come back. I can't control it. Oh, that's haunting. Anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think it's funny because Bringing Down the Duke is also the book mm-hmm. that got me into historical romance. And I have a lot of thoughts about, like, illustrated cover trade oh, paperback yes. historicals. Um, and I am very middle of the road on it. Or, like, I don't know. Maybe that's not the right way of phrasing it. But like, I, I feel I it. Because both sides. Because... On the one hand, mm-hmm. am I now obsessed with clinch covers and stepbacks and old school yes. historicals and just like countless shelves are now filled with countless old mass market paperbacks? Yes, absolutely. I love being a stepback. Um, although that's a recent development. Like within the I know. few months, I have started. It's bad. And now I have so many. I do think mm-hmm. it's funny. I recently was like, what book did like you associate with me? Like I was asking folks, like, what what's the book they associate with me? And several people were like, oh, anything with a step back. Like I bought this book with a step back because of you. And I was like, I love that lo- very much. Absolutely. Treasuring that deep in my heart. However, ironic because I only started really paying attention to them mm-hmm. a few months ago. Because the, the step rate. back Saturday hashtag is what got me. Oh, yeah. Because like I saw oh, people yeah. posting – and I was like, what is this? So then I yeah. literally went – I had all of my mass markets on the top of my bookshelf. They were, mm-hmm. for some reason, like up there where I could not reach. I am short. Could not reach it. So I had to get on a stool, brought them all down, and looked how many setbacks I had. I had a Joanna Lindsay with Fabio. Oh. It was like – I truly – it was like the one where he's in like boots. Like he looks naked, but he's in like tan pants and like Santa boots. And then um, I had – oh, we – no – 
when he was wicked, not a week to be wicked. Um, I think it had like a few more, but those are like the two main I think ones. When he was and, wicked was one of my first ones too. That's yeah, funny. yeah. It's and it's a pretty one. Like I and I truly did not know that was something to like value. So um, I definitely did not start buying them until I like got very deep into that hashtag and like saw everyone and it was like a FOMO thing mm-hmm. and just how pretty they were. And then, they're so pretty. I know. Like the, the artistry. Artist, like gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um yes, so I very much am appreciator of an appreciator of that. However, I also recognize that I would not have picked up a exactly. historical romance if not for the illustrated cover because it signal I was like already I had figured out that that's what a contemporary romance. Mm, well, mm-hmm. I started historical and contemporary actually at about the same time because same, before yeah. that I was mixing genres a lot but largely doing YA fantasy. But mm-hmm. then at a certain point, well, an adult fantasy and then at a certain point I was like I'm literally reading these for the romance. Like I don't care about plot, so why yep. don't I try actual romance? Um but I had figured out that the illustrated cover was like, oh, that's a contemporary romance. So the illustrated cover on historical signaled in my brain mm-hmm. as it is designed to do by a marketing team aha <laughs> i will like something in this book because i also like books that mm-hmm. look like it i think it was tiktok too i had already been on tiktok for a few months i think at that point and started to kind of gain a following but i remember one of my first like specific like book recommendation videos was <laughs> a video where i had read Frankenstein on the duke and a rogue of one's own <laughs> and it was me being like these are the best books I've ever read and everyone should go read them right now because I also had like not really heard of them. I had yeah. seen one person post about it and I had written it down and was like bringing down the Duke. That sounds cute. And then I think I was like at, I worked in a museum and I had a boring gig on the weekend. I mean, it wasn't boring. It was actually pretty neat. But on the weekends, I was one of two people responsible for the museum on Saturdays, basically. Oh, damn. Like I sat behind a desk for eight hours. And so I read books and I needed a book that I could download to my phone. And the library app had bringing down the Duke. And I was like, fine. And then I switched to the audiobook, which was mm-hmm. a magical experience. Yeah. I, I devoured that book. I think I read the physical copy first, like a few times. Obviously, put like sticky notes in the sex scenes. You can tell in my book, like where it like naturally opens to, um, which is lovely for me, I think. Um, and then I did the audiobook once I got like um, Libby. Libby was a huge thing too. Um mm-hmm because I didn't know that there were so many audiobooks that I could just get. Like, I used to be old school, go to the library, request, like, the CD audiobooks. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I so, just like, didn't do audiobooks very often. Oh, I loved them. I loved them. I, so, like, I started more with Libby. Mm-hmm. And then Libby truly had changed the game. Like, I read Beach Read. Um, that was one of the first ones, one of the first contemporary. Um, Evie Drake starts over, that one. And then that kind of like started that train on the Libby. Well, so I remember I started the digital copy of Bringing Down the Duke and I read like one chapter and it it's not that it didn't hook me. Well, like I think I was in the middle of multiple mm-hmm. books at that point and like I just needed something to read for a few minutes and so I ended up like not reading it. Mm-hmm. And then I downloaded the audiobook and I remember the audiobook very clearly because I had not real like I thought this was closer to historical fiction I didn't really know what historical romance was and I also had not like I disassociated it because it was trade paperback illustrated Uh cover I I thought of it as a separate thing from like mass markets which in my head were called bodice rippers Mm -hmm. which is not even a little bit the case but it's fine um and so I downloaded this audiobook and I thought it was gonna be like it was cute it was fun I was having a good time I was like okay a little romance a little like class difference uh, she's gotta, you know, go mm-hmm. convince Blue this stocking. guy to, like, you know, be a good person. 
and mm-hmm. vote for women's rights and such. And I very clearly remember, oh, this is the point of the podcast I feel the need to say, if you're related to me, please stop listening. I would yes. like you to not listen to this podcast. I mean, Don't listen to anything. I agree, except for I have multiple family members who follow my bookstagram, which I'm like, you know, I'm going to forget about that. <laughs> I'm Mine not do too, <laughs> but I just try to be careful about what I post. At any yeah. rate, um, uh, yeah. this is not – this podcast is not for you. Anyway, no, I remember the no. audiobook because I was – I lived in a, alone in a studio apartment, so I would just play the audiobook out loud <laughs> and go about my business. And I yes. remember – I don't – I wish I could remember what the exact scene was. It might have been like they were in the garden or something, but whatever it mm-hmm. was, I was playing my audiobook out loud, and the narrator said that it was one of those moments where like the hero th- – like is very attracted to her and it said mm-hmm. something along the lines of like he felt his cock harden mm. and I dropped what I was doing. I was like, pardon me? What did she just say? What did she just say? I was like shocked. I had to like go rewind the because I was like, did I mishear something? What's his clock? Happening? Somebody his- save this man's clock. <laughs> I said his his what? <laughs> Is there a rooster somewhere? And I didn't realize. No, I was shaken to my core. I was ultimately delighted. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I I really liked the sex scene that, in that book too. But like uh, that was a formative experience. I had – I, I devoured had, that series. I had that moment in um, When He Was Wicked when she had never had anything other than missionary sex before. And so he like taught her how to ride him. And I was wow. – oh, wow, indeed. I was – I was I was not prepared. I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is me. This is who I want." And now, to be. if I read that, I would be like, "Yeah," sure. but I was so blown away. And so I think with bringing down the Duke, I I was hoping maybe I don't. I really don't remember my first reaction. Um, I think maybe when she like gave him a blowjob because she like went down on him at some point. When he was like asking, uh, yeah, ah, uh, it's been a long time since I've read. Uh-huh. I think it was one of those. Um, she so he wanted her to be his mistress, and she's yes. like, absolutely not. And then yes. he rescued her from the jail. Yes. Also, this is not really spoilers because, like, it's romance, but like, yeah. we're gonna be talking about spoilers, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, brought her back home, and then she decided, like, we're gonna have this one night. Mm-hmm. Which created an issue because he thought, like, aha, she has decided yes. to be my mistress. But she had decided they were just going to spend this one night together. And I think she starts by mm-hmm. getting on her knees. And he's like, oh. Yeah, because he was like, I would, he was like, I would never ask you to do this. But then he was like, oh, my God. That yeah, I love. This. That's like a micro yes. trope, I guess. I yes. love when heroines are going to go down and the hero uh-huh. is like, you don't have to. And But in his mind, he's like, oh, please, <laughs> please, yeah. please keep going. They're always like, well, you, you don't have to. And the heroine's always like, I want to. And then he's like, okay, I will board <laughs> this train. If you must. If you must. Um, <sighs> yeah, and then the like, joys. they end up having penetrating mm-hmm. sex. The first mm-hmm. scene in that book was more formative for me than the, the latter one. Yeah, because was that when like, she like ran away and she was cold? She and he, ran like, away from the fireworks yep. to find him. And he mm-hmm. was like, you ran, why did you run? And then and He was they, like all big and blonde and – yeah. <laughs> a blonde duke named sebastian which as we know is my weakness um two she has two weaknesses i have two apparently. weaknesses, and they are both blonde and named sebastian and they're dukes although yeah. one of them becomes a duke later anyway the point is they end up in the the library and he, mm-hmm. he fingers her from behind does he i in her drawers i need i need to reread this i really do 
Really yeah, do. well, it's and listen, this was formative because I already wasn't even expecting this. Yeah, accident. true. So already, then you're like, Holy I was like, shit. "Well, what's going on?" And it was like he, it was one of those like he shoves his, she's up against the wall and he's mm. got his thigh between her legs, and so mm-hmm. he was, he had reached behind and was making her grind on his leg at the same time as he was penetrating her with his fingers from behind. Okay, and she was like, "What is going on?" I and think... I also was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> right Little now, I'm like, "What is going Caroline. on?" It was a great I do scene. not. I do not remember that. About to like get his dick out, and she's like, "Whoa, hang on, we need to have a conversation." And he's Mm. like, "Oh yeah, for sure. Like, let's draw up a contract." And she's like, "Pardon." And I, I do remember her. Obviously, she's gonna be like, "Why would I be your mistress?" But in my mind, I was like, "Girl, do it." (laughs) I, I was like, "Okay, do it." Like, couldn't. that would have ruined her life i know but i was like we are doing a whole episode on evie dunmore we should not Mm -hmm. be talking well okay look that is very true there are are more things to talk about in that series very much and it introduced Mm -hmm. me to historicals and so for that reason i think that there is a place for trade paperback illustrated historicals because i think that they very easily signal to people who typically read contemporary this is a thing that shares characteristics with the thing that you already like and i distinctly like especially in contemporary i like it a lot more like in ya where they used to have like the real people on them and they would be very like cringy looking like photoshop jobs and very odd i definitely don't mind you know cartoon covers i think they're pretty my mm. my whole instagram feed is colorful and that's mainly I do due, like a, they are pretty you know and it's normally due to those spines. Like there, I have multiple historical romances that are mass market that have colorful, colorful spines, but I do think um, I like the look of them. It's more so in historical because I have more of a stake in that that I much prefer. But again, I do try to be like, okay, Hannah, you did start reading cartoon covers, so you can't because because I, I did. I tried to find every cartoon cover. Like Joanna mm-hmm. Lowell had a cartoon cover one. Um, yeah, I did her first Min- one. Yep. I went to the um, Martha Waters series. Yep, Martha one Waters, ones Minerva that I read. Spencer. I am still in love with the first book in that series. By that the book way. was very good. Hoax. Apparently, a controversial opinion. I know a lot of people because everyone told me like, oh, the second one is better to love and to love, and I like to love and to love just mm-hmm. fine. But so far, none of the books in that series have lived no. up to to love and to hoax. No, me. that is a great book. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so I did illustrated cover. Eventually, I listened to a couple of Tessa Dare books, and I was like, "What? These are like historical rom coms." Oh, so you started? Um, I see. Okay, so you started I only I've still Dare. only read a couple of Tessa mm-hmm. Dares, but I started with those, and then um, I think actually after that was Erica Ridley because Dana mm-hmm. forever reached out and was like, "Hey, we saw you liked Amanda Collins. Would you like some other historical romances?" And sent That's me fun. the Duke Heights. Erica loving a wallflower. Erica was the first author to ever send me anything. Like, she reached out. I don't know how she found me. I think I only had, like, a thousand followers or something. And she just was like, hey, do you want this book? And I was like, yeah. And it's a beautiful (laughs) cover. That cover is gorgeous. I love that cover. What is the book called? The Duke Heist? Oh, my God. Yes, The Duke Heist. I love that book, too. I was, like, crying. I I love that book so much. And so she sent it to me, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm official. And so (laughs) – and so I felt real big for my britches right there. Um, and then I think like I started Neck Alley. I think my first one was like a Lorraine Heath. Cause oh, interesting. I, I was in like doing like YA fantasy and stuff. On mm, I was in like an Avon Facebook group and they gave like the widget 
the Facebook group. Mm. And so I just download because like I was very against ebooks when I first started. Like I didn't read ARCs because I didn't want to deal with ebooks. And I have since gotten over that because I am lazy and highlighting on ebooks is way easier than taking notes. And I now read a lot of ARCs. So like neck alley is the way to go. I mean, sometimes I get physical copies, but with that neck alley ratio, I feel very on top of my shit. Because, like, I know that if I don't read something, it will negatively impact me. So I read them. Mm-hmm. But, like, physical stuff, I, I have such a hard time making time. I have a hard time with physical ones. I also do, however, have a whole bunch of net galley arcs mm-hmm. that have already been published. And I mm-hmm. sure do need to go read them. And At least in that sense, you can get the audiobooks. And then, like, that's true. most, most of the time, that's that. – yep. I can. Very true. Anyway, so then I went from that to um, mass markets, largely mm-hmm. because of Erica Ridley. And then things kind of spiraled from there. My historical read, because I, I went from reading like a little bit of romance in with everything else, and I yes, started same, yep. and contemporary at about the same time. And um, my romance reading and it's historical specifically looks like a an exponential curve, mm-hmm. where it started slow and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, that's the only thing I'm reading. Mm-hmm. I have my like reading stats in a spreadsheet for the year, and I think right now. It's 60 or 70% historical romance and then like 20% contemporary. Like yep. it's all it's all romance. That's it. That's my whole life now. Yeah. I regrets. will <laughs> I will occasionally throw in a YA thriller because for some reason that's like my comfort. I, I mean historical is my comfort, but like YA thrillers just I don't know why, but I love them so much. Um so like I'll go there. Or like the stalking the Jack the Ripper series is like historical YA and it's also kind of like She's like a forensic scientist, so it's kind of like bones too. It's there's a lot of things happening in that series. Um, perfect for fall, um, but like, yeah. I mean, I have I have a picture on my Instagram that is of The Road by Cormac McCarthy. What was I doing posting The Road by Cormac McCarthy? I read it for an English class in college, like, and it was a good book. I sobbed, but like, why did I post that? I have so many questions about myself. Like, it's it's you very know, fun. You were to a see. different person I, when you oh, read I The was. Road. Oh, I was, and. I truly, because I remember being in that class and the professor made everyone go around and say what they were reading. And I think I had read like a YA romance and then I read The Da Vinci Code or Angels and Demons by Dan Brown. And I was like, okay, people probably won't know the romance. So I'll say Dan Brown. And I did not know it was controversial to like Dan Brown. I did not know that he was an embarrassing author to read. Apparently he is. And the, I know, the professor had an article literally printed for everyone in the class on why Dan Brown was a mediocre writer. <gasps> no. So, so I was like, okay. So that yeah. ever since then, I have just always been like, yep, romance. I have in- embraced it. So like, I also get where people can be like embarrassed. Like I, I can't judge people for being embarrassed. No, I started embarrassed. Yeah, now exactly. To the point where it's all that I talk about on the yes, internet and also exactly. in real life, and I have literal T-shirts with mm-hmm. like shirtless, sweatshirts, cartoon shirtless yep. men mm-hmm. with women with bodices falling off, riding horses on that. Like I, mm-hmm. I just wear romance things and talk about it constantly. I don't care anymore. In fact, I will weed you out if you're a new person that I'm talking to. And I mentioned that I like romance. Your response is going to determine whether this conversation is going to continue. Because <laughs> I simply don't have time anymore. Yeah. If you're Same. like, oh, haha, those like really terrible like women's porn, but I'm like, get out of my face. Yeah, I don't. I have to talk met- to someone who cares. Because it's <laughs> I not met me. Too many people like that. Like I think Usually like they won't to your face, but occasionally yeah. I've had. 
some weird run. That was a hair flip. You did not see it, but <laughs> it was a hair I flip. Did, it didn't intend. It was uh, unintentional. Yeah. The um, the only snark I really get is from one of the employees at the thrift store I go to. Um, we have like three thrift stores in town. This is like the local one, and um i will just buy bags of books like i have no shame at this point in my life like i will buy bags but i do not like going to him because he will make me feel uncomfortable about it and i feel that's bad yeah (laughs) because like no one should make it and like not to defend it like i he's like talked more as i've been going in more and stuff but he still is like oh those books or like, and I'm just like, That's yeah, those bad books. practice for any I know. service. And like, I generally, I don't like going to, like, even at the grocery store, I don't like going to men. Like, I, whatever, it is what it is. um, Because I just get stressed. But yeah, he stresses me out. So I always wait. Like, I'll like loiter <laughs> until like he, like they switch or I'll just like, you know, do a hair flip and go and just be... <laughs> I'm done. I will yeah. go because I go to Half Price Books and I used to work I, I wish I was closer. Books. So mm-hmm. either if I go to the Half Price that I used to work at, I always time it so that like my yes. friend who still works there, like I'll go see that. And they know. Mm-hmm. They know. If I'm like, hey, I'm coming, I'm going to clear out your romance section. And they like, do they bully for me for it? Yes. However, I know them yeah. so it's fine. Um, but at the other one I go to, they don't know me. But the last time I was there, I was putting my like stacks <laughs> on stacks yes. of romance novels on yes. the counter. And I made a joke. I was like talking to the woman at the <clears throat> on the cash register. She seemed nice. And I was like, I used to work at a half price books. And it was I had been reading romance, but not mass market, really. So mm-hmm. I didn't take advantage of like all the books that I could have bought. And it hurts my soul. But it's I fine. feel pain for you um, every day knowing that it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's but not. I was saying like these old or older women would come in mm-hmm. and just buy like cartfuls of mass that, me. romances. Me. <laughs> right. And they would always, every single time, they would put all their books up there and I would be scanning them and they would always be like, that'll keep me busy for a couple of weeks. And I would laugh. <laughs> and you were like, oh, weeks. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like putting these books on the counter and this woman was checking me out. And I was like, I used to work at a half price and these old women would come in with these cartfuls of books and they would, um, and, and now, you know, you mm-hmm. either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Like, now I am those old women. Yes. And I have to fight the urge every time I go unload my carts to be like, that'll keep me busy for a mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Because it, quite literally, I could go through them that quickly. Like, yeah, they were right. They were so right. And the pandemic has taken away any social skills I had prior sure. to the pandemic oh, absolutely i don't so, know how to interact with human beings yes so any small talk has gone out the window so like i just stand there and i'm like i don't really want to be talking to you <laughs> so i'm not going to and so like i like if the person's nice and they like ha- we'll have a conversation but a lot of times i just unload like my bags because like i always buy what i don't i always buy the reusable bags but i always just buy more because I don't want to limit myself. I, oh my God. I'm i not going to limit myself. So I just like buy the bag. They're like 99 cents. And so I just go in and just get a bag whenever I need you one. You like piles? I do actually. Bags. I use a lot of them. I have a lot of books that I'm like selling. So like I keep a lot of the books in there to, you know, to transport them and stuff. Um, and like when I was moving out of New York, they were very easy to mm. like put things in to transfer to the car. Um, but yes, I now have a collection of half price books bags because I – buy them every time and i just unload like i give no explanation <laughs> i'm just like here you, you are I'm buying what i'm buying mm-hmm. and i you're not getting paid to talk to me about it mm-hmm. and they're like did you find everything i was like 
Yeah, I did. Oh, but not you, enough. I'm actually missing things. <laughs> no. I'm like, I know I have like 20 books stacked on the counter right now, but no, I did not find everything I was looking for. I actually yeah. would really have appreciated if you guys had in stock um, a first edition copy of Tender is the Storm. Uh, with I got one of those Stop on it. Pango Books. I have it in my room right now. It has like three like hole punches, but not on his butt. And so I do have a copy where you can see Fabio's. Is it Fabio or who? No, it's not Fabio. Um, I think oh, no, it's some I random. I think it's some random guy. But um, his ass is not censored, so we That's don't cool. censor asses. I <laughs> on this podcast. have not found any on Pango. I have mm-hmm. bought a couple of books on ebay recently and i've been mm-hmm. checking but the problem with ebay is of course that they're charging like absurd so amounts much. of money and i'm like i simply can't afford i know to spend that much money and shipping and you know i can't do it so I, i'm just can, gonna wait you can get me to pay for a book but you add five dollar shipping absolutely not i can't do it so it's a lot Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to keep my eye out, and someday in some used bookstore, I'm going to stumble across, maybe. And it's going to be glorious. Under is the Storm. It's going to be great. I found a lot of really fun books in, mm-hmm. like, half-price and used bookstores. I don't even remember what we talked about in this episode. Um, intro. well, we Who's talked about who we, we are. We talked incessantly, <laughs> which is always what happens. Who, what, when, where, and why. It doesn't We've... bode well for us limiting ourselves to 45-minute episodes that our intro episode took this long. This is true. You know, we have gone on tangents, the Heartbreaker tangent, the obviously the uh, Bringing Down the Duke tangent. Yep. tangent. Mm-hmm. Just so many. But we are who we are. Thank you to the four people who listened this long. Yes, thank you If so you made much. it this far into this episode – I feel like you should win a prize. Mm-hmm. We we yeah, have no must. prizes, but I can maybe. give you a prize. Oh, I she's can find prizes. a prize somewhere. <laughs> I mean, that is true. Like extra I, copies of books I'm selling. I will that is very send true. One. I have so Let many. Let me know which one you want. <laughs> I have so many that I have now duplicates of, just because I I buy so many and it's a problem. Okay. okay. Well, this has been a time. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. Mm-hmm. of romance your tbr <laughs> next week i don't know how long it'll be between now and when the next episode Who goes knows live. but um tune in on whatever the following what did we say friday yes because then tbr tuesdays are every other tuesday coming mm-hmm. yes so tune in on friday yes for our, what is surely going to be a chaotic episode about heartbreaker by sarah oh. mcclain which is probably, if I'm being honest, going to be 45 minutes of us. I'm going to talk for 20 minutes like about the face sitting. So, <laughs> what's the face sitting? <laughs> I'm starting a list. I have a list now. <laughs> she gave us that light tease of a spanking mm-hmm. thing, and I was like, "All right, so follow up." Mm-hmm. And Where's I the think, novella. I think there was like a moment where he teased her ass too. Inter- I don't remember. I that. I, I, I have be revisiting. I. <laughs> Pulls the glasses. I will be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, looks like it's time for a reread. Uh-huh. Less than a week after I read it for the I first know. time. I've already read it two times. Right. Here we are. I love that for you. <laughs> okay, for real, this is the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Remember. How do you finish a podcast? I don't know. Episode? Remember, YouTubers say, like, subscribe. <laughs> I don't know how to like, so just subscribe. Um, our channels. I assume we'll have some kind of Instagram. Y- yes. I'm this goes live. Yes, hopefully. We, we have one, just nothing's posted on it. Sure. Um, Romancer TBR. Yep, at Romancer TBR. Maybe we'll make a, a Twitter and or a TikTok. I don't quite know. 
Um, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then us on us. various socials. Yes. We'll at have them. Salty Caroline Reads. And at French Book Reviews somewhere. We did it. The end. The end. You know what the problem is? When I finish listening to podcasts, as soon as they go into their end of episode speech, I stop listening, so I don't know how to finish. True. Well, if you haven't stopped, I love you. And if you have... I don't know how to finish. Title of my sex tape.